Minority Retort on X-Ray FM. X-Ray FM. Minority Retort with Jason Lamb. All right, it's Friday morning on X-Ray in the morning. That means it's time for Minority Retort. My name is Jason Lamb. I'm the co-host and co-producer of Minority Retort, the comedy show, which you can see at the Siren Theater. It's an all-people-of-color comedy show. It's hosted by myself, Julia Ramos, and a now-rotating cast of POC comedic characters. And here on the show, though, we don't just talk about comedy and talk to comedians. We also talk with other talented, creative, and thoughtful people of color who are doing big things in the community, and so pleased to be joined today in the studio by three special guests who are involved in a very special project that is starting this weekend at the Deep End Theater. It's called The Most Massive Woman Wins, and I'm joined by their production team, Cameron Fall, Hi. Maya Johnson. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> There was some debate about what her name actually is. Nailed it. <laughs> and Riley Lozano. Good morning. Good morning to you all. Thanks for joining me this morning. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Thank you for being here. The dancing has already begun in the studio. Cameron was... Uh, Always rega- jamming out. <laughs> <laughs> Always jamming out. That's a great philosophy to live by. Um, but there's going to be some jamming out at the Deep End Theater starting this weekend, starting tonight, in fact. Starting tonight. Um, with the piece, The Most Massive Woman Wins. And uh, Cameron, what if you could just tell folks uh, what the piece is about? Yeah. Uh, so it is a one act featuring uh, four um, women, uh, mostly women of color in our production. Uh, and uh, it is about these four women who meet at a liposuction clinic and uh, have a really frank discussion about what brought them there and what they want for the future and what they want for their families and the people around them and what it means to be living in a bigger body or having the perception that living in a smaller body will magically make your life better. Mm. Uh, and so it's a, it's a kind of funny, kind of sad production about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it'll be followed by a dance piece choreographed by Riley and myself. Okay. Uh, and then we'll have a talk back featuring local communities um, and local artists um, and ho- trying to highlight the people around us who can experience what it means to work and live and love in a bigger body uh, in Portland in particular. And, and who's it written by? Because uh, I wasn't familiar with it before um, uh, hearing about it through... Uh through uh, Deep End Theater. Yeah, it's written by Madeline George in 1994, and we were kind of surprised that so many of the themes translated so well. Uh, We were really expecting to have to go through with a red marker and mark out all the problematic things, but um, Madeline George wrote an amazing script, and it's interesting to look at it through the lens of 2019, where we talk a lot more about being in a fat body now than we used to before. You know, fat was a bad word in 94, um, and now we can talk really frankly about what it means to be in a fat body um, in the production. I want to circle back and talk about that yeah. in, in just a second, but uh, uh, Maya, what's your role in the I production? I am uh, the co-director. Um, Cameron and Riley uh, have had a long history with this show, and um, they brought me on, and I had never heard of this play before until they um, told me about it and sent me the script, and I really enjoyed it, and I'm so happy that they brought me on. Yeah. And Riley, how about you? What's your what's your role? Uh, I'm working as the uh, stage manager and producer um, for the show. Awesome. So I uh, wonder if we can just 
go around the room here and and and, and talk about why this piece is important to each of you. Um, you know, myself, uh, I have struggled with body image um, uh, in my own way. I, I'm not the same person that I once was, and the person that I once was wasn't that great. Um, <laughs> but um, I think we can all recognize and acknowledge that in society that a man's body image is different than what a woman has to, to deal with. So I wonder if each of you wouldn't mind just sharing stories to, to, or at least sharing with the audience what this piece means to you and how you relate to it. So, Riley, let's start with you. Okay, great. Um, well, uh, Cameron and I came across this uh, play in high school, and uh, honestly, that's when a lot of the really uh, harsh things come up, uh, especially for a lot of young women. Um, high school uh, people can be so cruel and um, we were we felt really lucky to be casting this really cool show but uh, we ended up not doing it mm. so uh, it's been like a, a cornerstone for us to go back to for auditions and um, like things we want to work on and uh, recently Cameron and I have been in a uh, fat dance class and after about a year being in that class we were like you know what let's do this why can't we just say uh these are our bodies and let's showcase like what we can do Cameron how about you yeah um I think it's also important to mention that we have the perspective of women in the cast and men presenting bodies but we also have non-binary people in the cast and crew okay. and realizing that um we just all we all struggle with body issues uh and societal sort of impressions um and really feeling that we can take the space to be massive, be the most massive person in the room, and that that makes you win. You know, that makes you special. That makes you identifiable. Uh, and massive can mean whatever you want. We also have, like, a wide range of bodies in the cast. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, getting to do this show and getting to cast as many fat bodies as possible and getting to cast as many black bodies as possible and getting to cast as many um, people of color as possible and the crew as well um, was really important for me because especially in the Portland creative the theater scene, it's not like that. Um, and so it was just this moment where we could say, please come out. We want to see you. We want to feature you. We want to make you the lead. Um, and that was really special to me to see other black women and other fat women um, get to have that space. And to be able to give that space to them has been really important to me. And uh, Maya, is there anything about the story that, that resonates with you in particular? Anything that you related to? Well, I guess I, uh, you know this is radio, <laughs> but I'm in a smaller body. I've always had a smaller body, and this has made me recognize my own privilege um, and recognizing it that um, I haven't had to deal with a lot of awful stuff that people say and people do. Um, so that is something that has resonated with me, and it's something I'm still kind of mulling over in my head. Hey, Cameron, you mentioned the the casting uh, a moment ago. Was it, was that a conscious choice to to have uh, include non binary cast members? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah, it's it's only a four person cast um, with an extra eight or nine person dance crew. So I had a little bit of leeway to be able to cast people. Um, but when we were casting, it was 
intentional to make it as wide ranging as possible um, and wanting to allow for different gender expressions and different body expressions and different um, people so that we could make it as wide as possible in the very small cast that we had and we are so lucky that the exceptionally talented people came out um, for our auditions. Our auditions were crazy. We had a hard time picking because there aren't usually opportunities like this in Portland and so we had the the lucky ability to be able to cast just phenomenal actors and all four of our leads are wonderful people who really span uh, bodies and skin and gender um, and that was really important to us. And uh, Riley, do you think that this um, these issues of, of body image have a a def- deeper or different effect on women of color? Oh, absolutely. Um, as as women of color, we experience so many other microaggressions uh, just in general, and then to be also like taking up space on top of being uh you know being labeled as loud um or bossy uh it just adds a whole nother dimension of like man i feel like i need to pull pull myself in and make myself smaller and take up less space Mm -hmm. and uh, this gives us an opportunity to just like throw all that out the window so uh, cameron you mentioned the word fat uh a moment Mm -hmm. ago and um uh I wanted to ask you all of you uh, about that um, because I, I I hear that a lot more and I get the sense that there's um, there's certain similarities with you know the whether it's the n word or whether it's queer you know and changing what the definition of that is and and quote unquote taking the word back um, is that the way that you see it and I guess to what <laughs> To what end is that? Um, are, are we taking the word back? Right, and I I think in the case of fat in particular, it's not necessarily taking it back because it still means fat. Uh, it's just taking back the impression that that's a negative. It's you know the the phrase is you're cute for someone who's so fat or you're you're beautiful even though you're fat as opposed to you're beautiful and fat. You're cute and fat. Like they're not opposites. And I think that that's a lot of what the movement is doing. And I think recently, especially in our our class with the amazing KT Cosmo, who teaches um, the Body Home Fat Dance class uh, and the Weighted Bodies performance that we just did that's all about fat bodies, it's the difference between body positivity and fat liberation. um, Because body positivity can be in certain circles toxic because it's the impression that you must always be happy in your body you must always love your body you have to love everything about yourself you have to be positive all the time and that's just not realistic you know we all have issues and acknowledging those issues and honoring them is also the, an important step it's kind of like the opposite of colorblind you know okay. like I want you to see my race I want you to see my skin I want you to see my fat and appreciate me for who I am as opposed to trying to pretend that these are not things that are true about me uh, there's a show on Hulu that just came out uh, last week called Shrill. Uh, Cameron's nodding in, <laughs> in acknowledgement. Um, and the folks may have heard about it. It was filmed here in Portland. Um, it stars uh, A.D. Bryan from Saturday Night Live. Um, it's based on Lindy West's book. Um, and there's a lot of talk about body image in, in, in that piece. And I, I haven't watched it yet, but I've, I've heard about it. Um, uh, one scene in particular, there's a, uh, there's a pool party that's... Um, that's a body positive uh, pool pool party, um, and 
Have you guys seen it? No, I have. I haven't. <laughs> but some of our um, actors and creative team were in that scene as oh, okay, extras. Cool. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool, yeah. Cool. Just want to give them a little shout out. Oh, yeah, awesome. you can find some of our our fat bodies in that show. Gotcha. Um, how much? How much is there? Um, like events and things like that that are out there. And I think you mentioned me uh, um, uh, a dance class uh, a moment ago. Uh, how many events and, and things like that are there out there that you're aware of that are um, a body positive um, type of uh, events that people can go to and just and be themselves? Because that's the thing I picked up from um, what people were talking about. Shrill is that um, it's about you know being comfortable with who you are and and finding a community that supports that. Um, the Portland community is is sort of full of people making their own like tight knit communities. You'll find it in a lot of the people of color communities where we work really hard to build an intentional community. And I think you'll find that there's a fat community doing that as well here. Um, and it's not quite as you know robust as we'd like. We we definitely want to keep adding to these events and doing things like this. Um, but there's you know fat hiking. Um, there's a, a fat swim night that's actually a, a, its own thing. Um, there's all sorts of things like that in the community. And I think that identifying that there's sort of a, a lack, there aren't a, a ton, but there are definitely people out there trying to do the work and trying to bring this space out. Um, and that's one of the things that we want to keep doing as well with this production and with this amazing guru that's um, formed sort of a family around the show. Hmm. And uh, dancing was mentioned earlier. There's there's dancing uh, yes. at a uh, another piece of the show um and uh, who did the choreography i'm sorry riley and i both, me and Cameron. okay both and you and, and, and riley did the, did the choreography um what can people expect to see when they when they come to see that uh it's a pretty short dance piece it's maybe uh six or seven minutes and it um borrows really heavily from the choreography from weighted bodies which was kt cosmo's recent performance at performance works northwest um she recently had a residency there and it, it was really a lot of us um playing around and seeing what a fat body could do that a thin body couldn't and learning about that because you never get to explore that. It's all trying to do standard choreography with a fat body as opposed to let's make our own choreography and find out what's what jiggles and what undulates and what's the difference between a jiggle and an undulation and and so we borrowed a lot from that sort of exploration that we got to do with KT Um, and so there's a little bit of this just playing with our fat and seeing what that feels like to do on a stage and not hide it and not have to be pretending it's not there and making it part of us and making it part of our artistic expression. Um, so that goes into the dance piece as well. Okay. Um, just a couple minutes left with you uh, today. Um, is the show all ages? No. no. Oh. oh. <laughs> I wouldn't say so. There's cursing and there's okay. some really extreme themes. And we, okay. we have um, content warnings on our advertising as well as in the theater because we want to make sure that people know what they're getting into. And we also want to provide resources to sort of dissect these things, which is one of the reasons why we do the talk back. But it's it talks about some pretty expre- extreme themes, but it does it in a way that's respectful of the themes as opposed to fetishizing them. Okay. It's the reality of, of life. The reason why I ask that question is because uh, I have a daughter. She's about to turn 13 next week. Um, uh, she weighs about 80 pounds. And I've heard her talk about being fat. Oh. And, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. And um, I guess I was just wondering, since she can't come to the show, um, do uh, any of you have any advice for someone who's younger that's experiencing these 
issues. I Any do, one of you. I do want to say that it could be PG-13. There's just there's cursing and there's expo- exploration of real themes, so I okay. wouldn't take a, a kid, but it could be 13. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's 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 your call. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's a big comparison when you're young. You're just looking at everyone around you and wanting to look like them and wanting to look like the movies and wanting to look like what we're told is the thing and it's kind of lucky now um, the way that uh, sort of hip hop is going that it's more about fat bodies and fat butts and Lizzo is being amazing and twerking while playing the flute um, but so there's more exposure to fat bodies than there used to be but I think it's just being able to think about who you are and who you want to be and try not to compare yourself to others which is impossible I know as I say this but I think identifying that that's where the problem comes from. It's not that we look down and go, oh, I hate this. It's that we look up and we see that's what I'm supposed to look like and this isn't what this looks like. I I agree. It's um, I would recommend, you know, for any young young kids out there or people, you know, still trying to find their way, take enjoyment from what you enjoy and don't let mm-hmm. people push you out of those spaces. And um, sometimes, you know, the buddy system is the best thing. So find yourself a buddy who can... Uh, join you in these activities that you want to participate in and just keep going and keep going. Growing is amazing. She's an amazing in an amazing part of her life and it's really hard when you're in it but knowing that after some years and stepping back I don't know you you'll be okay. Yeah it's that it, it get it gets better which really helped me when I was younger when that started becoming a thing like Mm -hmm. it's not a lie it does it gets better well it's going to get better for a lot of people who are going to come to the deep end theater tonight I'm known for my horrible segues so thank you (laughs) for (laughs) indulging me (laughs) we're into it Um, tonight at deep end theater uh, the most massive woman wins uh, and it starts at 7.30 Mm -hmm. doors open at 7 Um, tickets are $16 or pay what you can awesome uh, and I want to thank you all for joining me today. Thank you so much for having us. Uh, thank you so much, Jason. Cameron Fall, Maya Johnson, and Riley Lozano of The Most Massive Woman Wins again tonight, starting at Deep End Theater. Uh, their show runs next two weekends. Um, and once again, thank you for joining me today. And we'll be back to wrap up the show in just a moment. Everybody seems to Tuesday, I feel better. Even my own looks good. Wednesday just don't go. Thursday goes.